Hour on every podcast provider in the world. I am Michael Dupree. It is ding ding March 11th, 2019, guys. We are halfway through the month of March and we are keeping it real. Hmm. Mm-hmm. When is St. Patrick's Day? When's that bad boy coming? When is that old, old leprechaun popping out of his shell and and coming to give us all spankings with our and and reward us in our in our consent with with gold pieces? When is it coming? Because I am ready. Oh man! And uh, yeah, it's it's coming, guys. I had an excellent birthday, even though the last time this was released, March fourth. I technically said it was my birthday already, but this is the first time recording since it's been my birthday, and it was super nice. Have you guys ever been to Punchbowl Social? What a wild place. What a wicked wild place where they sell you boozy milkshakes that block you up for a while. (laughs) They ruin the rest of your night, but they taste so good. A maple boozy milkshake? Who who comes up with this stuff? I recommend it. I I recommend it being your last stop, though. Or that, or the boozy milkshake being your last stop, um, which it will be your last stop in more than one way, guys. I'm talking no poopy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the day has come upon us, guys, because for my birthday, ya boy got a Nintendo Switch, and I have been uh, neglecting responsibilities. <laughs> Like crazy this week, because I am very into Mario, and I'm very happy. I'm a happy baby. I'm a happy, bouncing, bubbly baby boy, and I'm 27 years old now, and we only have... I Next year uh, is when I'm really going to feel, I feel like, how close I am to 30. <laughs> and, like, 27, you still feel like you're in your mid-20s, you know? You can go out and get fucked up, you know? You can go out and, like shit in the bed if you want people are gonna be like that's so cute like look at that cute 27 year old shit in the bed someone come wipe him up <laughs> like and it'll still be like quirky like i'd still be like in a zoe deschanel movie and people would be like totally down with it but if, when you turn 28 you're shitting the bed and going out partying people look at you weird and that's who you are now you don't get a pass <laughs> for being 27 so I'm going to live it up, guys. I'm going to live it up, but realistically, I'm probably going to black out until 28 playing Breath of the Wild on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, looking forward to it, guys. If you've never listened to the Michael Debrief Variety Hour before, welcome. It is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, writers, comedians, and it is also the world's only mandatory podcast. So, welcome back. <laughs> Unless you're a newborn baby, in which case, welcome to this beautiful blue-green orb that we call planet Earth. Uh, please take your complimentary 
uh, sleep mask and charcoal, <laughs> charcoal uh, activating toothpaste. You'll get you'll get used out of that in a couple of years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Stripping away the enamel, like whoa. Anyway, <laughs> we have a great show lined up for you today. Uh, later on, we will be joined by controversial combat sports commentator as well as political commentator and experimental drug enthusiast Glenn Houston. Uh, he will be joining us a little bit later. But right now, we are joined by my very good friends, uh, friends of the show, friends of the Michael, friends of the Planet Ant, friends of the entire Detroit, and, and dare I say, national comedy world, national of America at least, the gay agenda. Yes. Anthony and Sam. It's us. Or is it Sam and Anthony? It's Santhony. Santhony. I think yeah. it actually. It's actually just Am. It am. is Am. <laughs> um, it really depends on who you ask. Whether it's. I feel like we flip and flop. You guys yeah. seem to like. I be... think it's Sam and Anthony. Mm-hmm. But it's Anthony Douglas and Sam Meyer. Yes. Oh yeah. But it's always Brant and Trant. Yes. Just like the Queen has a lot of protocols for when you meet her or any of the royals, we have protocols also for how you refer to us <laughs> and interact with us. So it's not just like you're just. That's just how it fits. It's like that is the rule. I mean, the hard and fast rule. I think we've yes. started creating these hard and fast rules because mm-hmm. um, we like it hard and we like it fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah just got to yeah. keep it picking up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so for those, you know, because it's been it's been a while since we've had you guys on. It's been it's September of 2017. Wow, that's almost two years. I know. Yeah, it's at least a year and a half. Yeah, you <laughs> haven't even seen me since my anal rejuvenation. <laughs> See, you could have told me that. You could have, you could have not told me that, and I would have ne- had no idea. But oh. I'm glad you did because it gives me context. <laughs> I didn't want you to be surprised later. Okay. <laughs> you do have a certain glow about you. Thank you, thank you. Um, no, I haven't been anally rejuvenated, but I have been uh, career rejuvenated. Um, I think I was right at the top of. You got us like right at the formation of the gay agenda. Yeah, it was like the camptastic. Show was just hasn't was it was just being like rehearsed yeah. at the time. Yeah, it, it was, was just an uh, infant. I think that was really the time. So my background, Michael, just to share with you a little mm-hmm. bit, um, I have degrees in marketing and East Asian languages and culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been working for the, the, the two US pillars of our society. Obviously, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I had gotten back from working for the U.S. Embassy in China. You know, I'd been working marketing jobs in Detroit, hated Mm -hmm. my life, you know, and uh, then I met Anthony, the Mm -hmm. world changed, the gay agenda was born, Mm -hmm. we saw each other across the room at a student show, Yeah, and uh, ended up winning. We grabbed each other. We grabbed each other, we did, forcibly, (laughs) but tenderly. Tenderly. It wasn't like a struggle. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't. (laughs) We did the whole... Which is new for you, Sam. Which is new for me, yes. (laughs) Typically, I'm only grabbed forcefully and... uh, uh, against my will. <laughs> yes. Um, it, Taken was actually based on a trip to Rome I took when I was 14. <laughs> um, they tried to sell me into the the sex slave industry. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately, I was too beautiful, and they felt I should be a high-end model instead. <laughs> yeah. 
um, who said you're too beautiful to be owned. And then they paid for you to get a marketing degree. His face appeared on the on the sides of those boxes that produce used to come in when they were still made of uh, wood and, and cardboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my face belongs in or on a box. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so, so anyway, the gay agenda so was born. The gay agenda was born Birth. in probably like spring or early summer of 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, around that time, and uh, we knew that we wanted to to uh, serve the world with queer comedy, uh, and we were the only queer people mm-hmm. in the entire uh, United States who were available to to come up with an improv troupe and make comedy together. <laughs> they were all so busy. It's funny that we mentioned that, though, <laughs> that you mentioned that, though, because we tried for, like, uh, probably two months yeah. to try and find other gay people to join our troupe. We didn't set out to make a duo. Really? Right. We wanted just to do, like, an LGBT troupe. And we couldn't find anyone. Wow. Like yeah. some people, like someone would say they were interested and then just like wouldn't show up to practice. Um, one of them was like, oh yeah, I want to join. And then moved to Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> just to avoid it. Like a week later, just I, like picked up and moved. I, I feel like somebody else told us that there are no gay people in comedy around here to do that. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Well, because there aren't, there aren't a ton of gays in the Detroit comedy scene. Um, you know, so some of that was our lack of experience and just how the community's developed over the past two or three years, how we've developed in the Detroit comedy community. But it worked better for us because it, it had, had no one ever, had no one not joined us, we wouldn't have, uh, come up with Camtastic, which no, was a, a big, very important thing for us. It was a, it was a big brand. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. The what bond it? between Sam and Anthony is just... Very important. It's yeah. blossomed and bloomed. It's blossomed yeah. and bl- I'm in full bloom. Wait, what's the difference between a blossom and a bloom? I don't believe a bloom blossoms. I believe uh, a, and a blossom blooms. I thought I, don't I thought, think that's I right. Thought, <laughs> very confused now. Um, so okay, so we won Colony Fest, Planet yes. Ant's big improv tournament, and mm-hmm. that allowed us to write Camptastic, mm-hmm. uh, our two man musical, mm-hmm. one act, and it was. Oh, remarkable! By the way, thank, thank you. you. So that much. is one of my favorite shows. Not only have, that I've ever seen at Planet Ant, um, but it was—it's one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. Period. Oh, thank you. I'm I love cry, that Michael show. Dupree Variety Hour. You guys are hilarious. That show is a romp. Beautiful thank music you. numbers written by Sam, Sam Meyer and uh, Caitlin Gilmore. Caitlin yeah. Gilmore, uh, and it just—it's beautiful. You guys perform it excellently. Thank, thank you, so you so much. So we much. we are in love with that show, and we love performing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, it was critically acclaimed, yeah. uh, not just by this critic, uh, <laughs> but then you went on and you brought it to places, guys. Yeah, we did. Let's talk yeah. about that. You, you've, you've seen it in several different venues. Like, first you went to Mr. B's in Royal Oak and performed mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah, with the Detroit Theater Company. <clears throat> with mm-hmm. the uh, DATC, the yes. Detroit Actors Theater Company. Datsy. Excuse me, yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, and they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we really enjoy working with yeah, them. Yeah, they treated us super well. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Gotta love a theater company that pays their actors, yo. Yeah. That is nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Even, and if it's it, just, even if it's just a little smooch with a little dollar bill. You know like, what? It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Like, you did a good job. Yeah, here's a little Here's a little, uh, Here's a a little. little lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I fuck with lunch money. Yeah. You yeah, know? You gotta eat lunch. You gotta eat lunch, man. You should eat lunch. If you don't eat, because no one eats breakfast. No. You at least gotta eat lunch. No, we're adults. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, unfortunately, a more of an expensive lunch kind of guy. Yeah. So... Couple bucks is uh, 
is not going to make my. That's why you save it up for a week. Save up yeah. a week's worth <laughs> of once a money. week. Yeah, and okay. then you go out and you buy an ice cream cone you, from the local parlor. Do you know what? They give you some cash. You know, that's the tip for your next pedicure. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, you gotta put it somewhere. That's what you give to your, your waxer when she does a good job. Yeah. You know? But it was worth it. It, it was definitely oh, yes, worth it. Oh, yes, 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 It was yes. fun to get the check from them, and it, and it was fun working with them the whole time. And uh, a lot of people came who had never seen Camtastic or even heard of us, which was so fun. Yeah. Uh, because at the Planet Ant, it was a lot of friends and yeah. loved ones and people who supported uh, Sam and Anthony and, and everything that we do and, and that are direct. You know, people came to support Travis Pelto, who directed our show. It was his first time directing mm-hmm. a show. And uh, so it was people who knew us and people who were in the community. But then when we did it with uh, DATC, uh, there were just strangers who they saw the advertising for the show. And they said, this sounds really interesting. And they came and loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. And that's just awesome. that like Because that wasn't long after uh, that your, your, it closed the Planet Ant that you guys A few months. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we we closed at, at Planet Ant in in October, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in October. Something like it was in the fall, and then in the winter we turned around and and worked with DATC to put on. Was it really winter? Show. I thought it was later than that. I remember so, it being it was, it violently was cold. <laughs> was it was because we had to park so far away. Oh, we did. It was terrible. Um, but so on that note, though, I'd like to sort of uh, talk about the nature of the Detroit comedy hustle. Mm. Um, just something, you know, that the gadget that I pride myself on and I think we pride ourselves on. Ooh, I'm a little drippy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but every time that we've been given an opportunity, um, we have tried to change that opportunity into a bridge for the next opportunity. Yeah. So Colony Fest turned into Camptastic. I mean, they required us to do it, but we wanted to do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Camptastic at Planet Ant turned into an invitation to Second City Hollywood. Yeah. And it gave us the uh, the chutzpah to compete in the Humans Being Card Game International Duo Improv Competition, mm-hmm. uh, which we won to play for my to pay for my plane ticket, um, to go out to Second City. Mm-hmm. And, because uh, I'm broke. I'm a broke hoe. <laughs> um, and Second City was Wonderful to work with too. Yes. They were yeah. treated us like like we're professionals who've been around longer than we've been around, and they gave us respect more than what we've earned. And even before Second City, using our performance with the TATC yeah. uh, as an opportunity to fund a mobile set, building yeah. a mobile set yeah. for Camptastic, um, built by the lovely Jen Mazeloff. Yeah, the lovely Jen Mazeloff, fabulous Detroit designer. Um, so you know that's kind of. What we're doing, we're building up to the next big thing. We've got uh, our web series, The Gay Agenda Show, which you can find at thegayagendashow.net. We're about to release a very exciting director-driven second season. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to start dropping that with the wonderful director, John Clark. Um, But then, very exciting news, we are also using that impetus to relaunch our podcast, The Gayberhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about a rebrand. Talk about <laughs> really going out there. So let, let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about that uh, that first step after, uh, like that got you on that road. Uh, the the human beings card game improv tournament. Oh my god! Thank oh. you to everyone who voted for us. And, uh, and what was like uh, for those that aren't familiar? What was that tournament? What was uh what was it like? And what was it like to win that that bad boy? Oh, it felt real good. Mm-hmm. It felt real good. We came from behind. Um, oh God, Anthony, why don't you talk about? Yeah, it? well, we came. We 
came into the the tournament uh, at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's Cubans being card game is a card game that de- was developed by improvisers on the West Coast. And it's so fun, and it's a way to learn and perform improv with uh, with your friends and family at home on a Friday or Saturday game night. Mm-hmm. Sit around with cards, uh, kind of like uh, you just pass out cards to each other, and you perform you perform improv scenes, and it's fantastic. This way, it eliminates the need to have an audience with which to get suggestions. It's like charades, but more fun with talking. <laughs> <laughs> So we signed up to do this, and we were definitely the underdogs of, of the tournament from day one, and every week we were, the, we were the underdogs, but every week we kept winning and winning and winning until the last, literally the last moment, a ton of votes poured in for us. Just like uh, anonymous donor? No, I got put in Facebook jail because of it. Um, <laughs> but we like hustled our booties off. Oh, Facebook jail's a real thing. Oh, they locked her up. If you yeah, <laughs> lock her up, if you send... Too many messages to like different people. Facebook will lock you up. Oh man! Yeah, because they think you're spamming everybody, right? But yeah. they do, which I was. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, uh, Sam rightfully was put into Facebook jail. Yeah, he deserved it. So, uh, so yeah, you guys won. You got that prize money. Yeah, it was it was a nice check. <clears throat> yeah, nice. very. Check Very yourself nice before check. you wreck yourself. Yeah. And, and like Sam mentioned, you uh, use that to fund your trip to Hollywood. Yeah. What was that like to, to like get accepted into like performing at, uh, the, is that how, was it a submission process or? We, we sent them an email. Yeah. Uh, that just had an outline, a synopsis of the the play and a nice, nice clean long lot, log line, which sent them the poster mm-hmm. and we told them where we did it. And yeah. they responded immediately to us that they were interested, and they gave us an option of a range of dates, one of which those dates included uh, Pride Week during L.A. Pride. Oh, wow. So we said, absolutely, that's the time we want to go. Uh, and I'm going to be real. We set that up. I yeah. set that up. I was like, yo, we want to perform during Pride. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no other time we want to be there. Um, we see you. At- that's the important thing. When you are sending an email to a venue, comedians – when you send an email to a venue, you send it trying to close the deal as quickly as possible yeah. because bookers don't want to waste waste their time. Yeah. So, like, you send them the dates. You say, your calendar's open. Can I get one of these spots? And we wanted LA Pride. Yeah. And you did it. And we did it. Yeah, we did it. And so uh, so you mentioned this mobile set. And you, I'm assuming you flew out to, to LA, right? That we yeah, did. We uh, so how did you... Because Camptastic has a lot of yeah, and it was a ton of work. <laughs> it's it's a ton of work, and I bought really big hockey bags. I went to a hockey store. I was mm-hmm. so proud of him, <laughs> and and I bought two big ba- and they're they're big. These are bags that people put bodies into and hockey equipment. Yeah, <laughs> and, like Michael Dupree. Probably both of us could fit in one of them if you're you know free later. Well, I, yeah, I got a, my calendar wide open for a couple hours after this. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, so awesome, awesome. we we brought these hockey bags plus our own our own luggage and it was a ton of, uh, these are heavy and i knew that i was going to get uh that i was going to get charged fees for the override bags N- nothing this woman was super nice as soon as i walked up to the customer service line at uh delta she just smiled at me she, i don't know maybe she felt my aura or something but she did not charge me for the these clearly overweight bags she had a wow. gay nephew i'm sure yeah <laughs> no it's true like you find a linda at like meyer or kroger and like 
Linda, it's not marked. What should I do? And she's like, oh, my my nephew Matthew would love you. Oh, my God. Let's just... We'll call it three dollars. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. There's always a Linda. Okay, Aunt Linda. Out there. Aunt Linda, yeah. you gotta find. We love you, Aunt, Aunt Linda. Linda. She doesn't have kids. She does have cats, but she has a gay nephew that she really loves. Yeah. We you... love Aunt Linda, and she'll help you out. She'll hook you up. Wow. And, and they were great to us. They gave us a, but they gave us some really strict rules and guidelines that we needed to be be prepared for. So mm-hmm. we came hyper prepared. Uh, with tech notes for the person who's going to do our sound and lights. Oh, he loved us. He loved us. And it, so we shaved an hour and 10 minute show down to a tight 45. I Which, mean, 45 with laugh. 45 with laughter and like set up takedown. Yeah, Most set up takedown take and laugh. Wow. We got it all in there. Which Perfect. was like killing killing babies. It was it was a nightmare. But that was the most painful. Fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah t- like cutting down your script must have been painful. Yeah. Yeah. We we explored a lot of emotions during that time, and we we just kept a really good attitude. We we're like, okay, we know that this is for the best, and we have to do it. We just had to constantly remind ourselves, mm-hmm. so that eventually, as we continued cutting scenes out, scenes that were beloved to us, it, it just felt like. Um, it felt less painful because we had already put a lot of effort being um, accepting of that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and realizing also now that there are, I think, three different versions of Camptastic that exist. Yeah. There's the Planet Ant version, the DATC version, and the Second City version. And they're Oh, the DATC of... version was different than the Planet Ant version? It was, yeah. I oh. believe. We, uh... some, some, sli- some tech differences. Yeah. And it was a different stage in a different space, so it required that. Uh, it required some important changes, but we have, you know, versions of all those scripts with tech notes for mm-hmm. in case. So now we have in case whatever uh, re- requirements are necessitated of us, we we can fulfill them. Yeah, I think the important message here is that uh, Camptastic, the, you know, the jokes may change, but the spirit remains the same mm-hmm. of loving and accepting yourself, which is something we all struggle with, and also um, that sucking dick is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that. Whole... I mean, I love bomb pops. You didn't cut that whole five minute dick sucking scene, did you? No, I didn't actually. <laughs> um, I also, I think, one of the only scenes that we refuse to cut is um, Anthony oiling himself up. Yeah, you can't. Um, you can't cut in that. front of a large photo of Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Those two scenes, bomb pops, and uh, which is simulated, uh, we'll call it simulated sex. Education scene. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, sex the, education. Yeah, and, 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 the, and the shirtless scene with my character are, are the two big audience favorites. People oh, yeah. Time. That, yeah, very memorable. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> that shirtless scene is kind of like simulated sexual experience also, even though there's no sexuality implied. No, it's implied. Yeah. I take that back. Um, it well, was implied I, on this side of the I audience. cut you off. It's I very, cut, yeah. I cut you off. I, uh, <laughs> I startle, or my character Trant startles his roommate Brant. Um, in the midst of a uh, an oily experience, yeah, um, yeah, don't know how else to put it. He just you know, stopped stopped that uh, stopped that lube, popped the top, and the fun don't stop. So I was like, don't pop that top. Yeah, <laughs> one of so one of the nights that we did that while we were still showing at the Planet Ant, uh, I I grabbed the it was a the top of that scene, and I grabbed the bottle of baby oil. And before I even applied it, some woman who I still don't know who she is, she screamed, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we get some weird reactions. (laughs) Yeah. She could not handle it. 
Um, <laughs> uh, and something, so this was one of my favorite things that happened with the Second City experience is that they gave us some, you know, really rigid requirements that we followed and beyond. And we, one of the sacrifices we made, not just to the script itself, but to the tech requirements, is that we cut a lot of tech out. And we cut mm -hmm. a lot of things that were pretty important to the storytelling from a tech perspective. And when we would get there and we were running tech before the show, the, the, the guy doing Sound and Light for us, he made all these suggestions for, because he liked us and he wanted to work with us, apparently, because mm -hmm. we came really prepared. He's like, you know what would be a really good idea is if we do this this and this with the lighting at this moment. And we're like, okay, that'd be great. And he kept coming up with these suggestions. All of these suggestions were in the original, uh, <laughs> the stuff you'd in the original tech <laughs> for the show, yeah, yeah. that we cut out. <laughs> we want to be, be nice to our tech people. And, yeah. uh, we realized that our original show that we did required rehearsals with a tech person. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a very complicated show. Difficult for someone to just jump in on. Yeah. Um, very specific timing. And so we were very grateful uh, that we were able to show uh, our work at its full capacity and full uh, flashing lights and all that on a on a stage like Second City. Yeah, yeah. it felt great. That's very awesome. Yeah. So you guys, uh, in the midst of it, uh, you had a podcast called Welcome to the Gayborhood. Yeah. We did. Uh, that was the gay agenda, Brant and Trant. Doing their thing, like as doing an actual podcast as the characters. Yeah, so we um, would uh, we would host the show as Brant and Trant, mm -hmm. and we would bring on comedians, sometimes actors, mm -hmm. and we would improvise. Mm -hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, You're trying to step into my territory. Mm. <laughs> yeah. West Side Story style, honey. We are snapping. We got our hair slicked back. We mm -hmm. are ready for a dramatic dance battle. <laughs> I would do. I would love to do a dance battle between the Mug of the Pre-Friday Hour, uh, Rose Gallery, Rogues Gallery of yeah. characters, and the Gay Agenda Rogues Gallery that. of characters. I love that. <laughs> You're in the wrong neighborhood, Michael Dupree. <laughs> oh well. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that because I feel like I would be on both sides yeah. of the dance battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gonna... you would be. Both of you would be. <laughs> quick changes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to get better at quick changes. Anyway, uh, we had Welcome to the Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, for a couple episodes, political reasons. We did eight episodes of it, yeah. We mm -hmm. did eight episodes. Very proud of that work. Um, really enjoyed that whole experience. Mm -hmm. um, for a few different reasons, uh, we had to kill Welcome to the Gayborhood. Murder. Yes, <laughs> um, a true murder, a crime most foul. Um, but then uh, it involved a farm. Um, Agro political reasons. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but now. We're back, and better than ever, uh, we have a new direction mm -hmm. for the neighborhood. Yes. Um, we're going to be ourselves this time. Yeah. It's a totally different show. It's more of like a talk soup, interview yeah. kind of yeah. feel. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I, I, like, I'm like, whatever these guys do, I'm going to listen, and I'm going to love it, cause, <laughs> because you guys are just entertaining and Thank hilarious you. no matter Thank what you, you do. That means a lot, Michael, to pre Variety um, Hour. But that must have been a... <laughs> that must have been a a tough decision to like, cause you know, those characters are so beloved. Yeah. Um, and you know that I, like I personally loved welcome to the neighborhood. Uh, so what kind of led you to deciding to go in this more, uh, like dish kind of direction with it? Yeah. Um, we're so proud of those characters, Brant and Trant and with, uh, the concept of the gay agenda, 
but we're also proud of the who we are mm-hmm. and, and the other talents that we have and the other characters that we're able to do and the other uh, parts of what we're able to show the world and, and then be able to entertain and inform. And we wanted to showcase Anthony Douglas and Sam Meyer this time and uh, let Branton Trant exist in the web series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and on stage when we do Camtastic, yeah. and, and we have other, you and know, in future sets, shows. Yeah, improv sets. Um, we also really wanted to showcase all of the amazing talent in the gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, we have in our first few episodes, we have an opera singer, we had a touring Broadway performer, we had an entomologist. Mm-hmm. Um, so just finding successful These are our unreleased episodes. Un- unreleased yeah, episodes. The opera well, the one. opera singer, Candide, Michael Day, mm-hmm. such a nugget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just meeting all these lovely, lovely Moes from all over the place. And, uh, you know, it's exciting for us. I, I think it's true for both of us. As the gay agenda has grown, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony and I have gone out and pursued a lot of solo projects as well. Um and so by going out and developing these solo projects and then bringing back people that we meet, bringing back that uh, experience uh, has only improved us as as the gay agenda and bringing in these, uh, you know, this new talent, these new fun influences, I think, has improved our podcast as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, one thing that's kind of interesting about uh, your podcast uh, that you that you kind of mentioned in the first episode uh, is that you're never going to mention a certain orange monster mm-hmm. uh, in it. And uh, as somebody who's not part of the LGBT community, uh, or at least directly, um, is I feel like that person uh, is probably a, has a, a, there's kind of like a, a dark cloud hanging over the community to a certain degree. So uh, what was your reasoning for not wanting to involve him at all in this discussion, which is a lot about the gay community and, and, and that kind of world in general? Sure. Well, well the first thing I want to touch on is that you, you are part of the LGBT community. You're an ally. Yeah. And that's why we maintain sexual relationships with you, Michael. <laughs> That's why. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but. Oh, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> the, the Gaberhood for, for us is not, oh my God. it's more than a safe space. And I don't, that's not a term that I, I love to use. The Gaberhood, uh, maybe a sacred space is a better way to put it. And it's, and it's a beautiful environment that it is ideal, but tonight an ideal place that can be actualized. And, and we, when we go into places that are neighborhoods around the world, you feel different. You feel safe. You feel welcome. You feel warm and special. Um, just think about when you go into Ferndale. Everything is delightful there. The people are, are lovely, right? Uh, strangers are just kind to you. And, and it's like that all around the country, right? And, uh, and and for us, we want to always reinforce the best of of life and the best of everything and, and to power through on... And, and that philosophy is more important to us than um, the lowest forms of of life that exist, and uh, and eventually those those people and those entities, uh, especially the one that you you're talking about, are going to be gone, and they're just going to be a smudge mm-hmm. on the face of history. And we're forward thinking, at least for me, right? I also here's my take on it because this is something that I. Uh, we both felt strongly about for different reasons at the top. Um, I'm tired 
I'm tired of seeing that thing's face everywhere, mm. of like the ridiculous tweets that everyone's retweeting. I can't go anywhere without feeling upset and angry about the political climate of the United States right now. Yeah. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's there. I stay very politically engaged, but I want to engage with politics when I want to, and it can be so draining, particularly for minority communities um, who just can't seem to escape this looming threat yeah. of violence towards us. Uh, and so... I don't, I think my personal goal in this was just give people a break where they don't have to think about how shitty life can be outside of this pod. Just give them a little time where we have like a cute little chat. So true. With your girlfriends. We're here to soothe. You know, we're here here to soothe ourselves and others. (laughs) I'm having a manic episode, Anthony. Pet me. Um, (laughs) You know, it's just, it's. Uh, but that's my reasoning is just people want to break. If you can forget about all that for just a small chunk of your day, it's, it makes me tremendously happier. Very good. Uh, and, I, and I hope that it'll make other people happy as well. Yeah. And I think it does come across, uh, listening to it, you do feel very comfortable and like you're just kind of like hanging out, relaxing, having a good time. You, there's not a care in the world. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Very, I'm. I you guys are two episodes in as the time of this uh, release of this podcast, at least, uh, or the time of this recording of this podcast, um, and I, I love it. It's like my new favorite podcast. Thanks so, a lot. Uh, it's on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Check it out, uh, and also like Planet Ant Podcast on Facebook. <laughs> just trying to, just trying to drive it. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, speaking of stuff you guys are doing. <laughs> Um, you had the Gay Agenda, uh, web series, uh, season one released last year. One of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Just Get ready for more ridiculousness. Crazy, goofy, awesome. Season two's gonna, gonna drop pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have, uh, and so now you have, uh, season two of the web series coming out. Uh, what's, uh, what's, what, what's different about this one? Oh, uh, honey, we stepped our pussies up. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, I forget. Okay, so like that in drag queen terminology just means like oh. we we stepped up our game. Got it. Yeah. Step your pussy up, girl, is like a very common thing for us to say. For at least for Anthony and I to say to each yeah. other, and for RuPaul to say to his queens. Got it. Her queens, you know. Yeah. Um, we had the opportunity to work with uh, with a friend who is a, a director and videographer. Mm-hmm. Jean and Clark. Jean Clark, yeah. Jean Clark. <laughs> He's literally in my phone. I heard his name, Jean Clark, for the first time. I was like, okay, Jean Clark, heard. <laughs> yeah. And I call him that every time. <laughs> so the the big difference with season two is that we have cinematography. Mm-hmm. And it, and aesthetic, vi- the visual aesthetics are are way elevated beyond, uh, above above what we did in season one. So the the writing is really great as it was in season one, and then so was the acting. But now it just looks fabulous. Nice. Yeah, and I, I would say also uh, we're taking – Anthony and I both had additional experiences mm-hmm. outside of the – filming experiences. That was my first time ever truly being on camera. Really? Um, and so I learned a lot through that first season and uh, in filming projects that I've done since then. And – so it's been exciting to bring all that new knowledge back mm-hmm. um, because you see, I think you see a difference in certainly the quality of video that yeah. we're doing, the quality of shots 
Um, it's we cried the first time we saw the first episode of our second season because uh, the the growth from season one is monumental and wow. it feels really good. In, in every dimension, the growth was better. There, the storytelling is so is just so much stronger. And and we always have pride, and we always stand by any writing we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't think there was anything that was lacking in the writing or the acting the first time. But to see the evolution and, and yeah. where it's come gone, uh, it just surprised us to even see it when we saw that first cut of I don't think, episode one. Yeah, I don't think we knew how much we'd grown, yeah. or how much how much um, even small things. I mean, that's having a cinematographer, having a director is a huge deal. Um, and actually, so we did a three-episode run with Sean Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very proud of it. It's going to be released soon. Uh, but for season two, we have several more episodes written yeah. and are looking for Detroit filmmakers, you know, people who are uh, who are at the top of their, feeling good about their craft, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, some crafty hoes. Um, and we want to work with directors, though, to do, um, you know, a, a number of episode sort of director-driven Mini seasons. Yeah. Um, it was one of the conversations Sam and, and I and Kyle and I had early on about season two is that we wanted to experience more what professional uh, t- series creators experience. And one of them is working with different directors for different yeah. episodes. Uh, and and we're getting to experience that now. And, w- and we've been able to have conversations with other directors. Uh, John Clark just happened to be the first one, and he's a good friend and super talented. And uh, and. He did his job with us, and now we're looking to work with other directors. Yeah, and also towel to wipe my face off. <laughs> <laughs> well, wrong job, wrong job, wrong job. Very nice. Uh, when can we expect that? When can we expect the first episode to drop? I believe it's pretty soon. Uh, mm. I I think it's going. The first episode might be coming out this coming week. So you're going to be, be so exciting. Yeah. Um, I have a very exciting television opportunity coming up mm-hmm. um, for which I will be filming a actually exactly a week from when this podcast drops Ooh. Um, a week from today winky face um, uh, but I'll be taking my comedy to a national stage mm-hmm. and so we wanted to be prepared for that you can't you know? talk about it yet though can you um, legally it's a little tricky yeah, but I know you know you have <laughs> the uh, the permission let's just say if you, uh, the gay agenda will abbreviate to TGA when we can. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, TG, the gay agenda, yes. TGA. Um, you scramble those letters, you actually put them in reverse, and you kind of get an idea of, of what I'm doing. Um, but no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. But um, I'm going to be singing a song called, it's a solo project. Uh-huh. Uh, again, solo growth equals growth as a duo. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be singing a song called I Want My Therapist to Like Me. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a great time. I'm very excited for that. I'm excited for it, oh, too. Oh, yes. I'm, uh, yeah, oh, do you know, I realized it's like, I don't know if it's giving too much weight. I have been waiting to call Simon Cowell Daddy on national television for years, Okay. <laughs> I have had the hots for that man for like 15 years, and now he's going to judge me, and it's going to be spank bank material for like uh, the rest of my life. (laughs) As long as he calls you that. Yeah. No, I'll call him daddy. Oh, right. Okay. He Uh, doesn't have to do anything. He can just lay there. (laughs) Great. Well, I'm very excited uh, for for all the stuff you guys have going on, both in in your solo endeavors and also your awesome... Brilliant, beautiful, 
sexual new podcast. Uh, it's not even that sexual. It's just fun. We just talk about fun. Well, things. anything, anytime that you're on. It's true. No, yes, that's true. Sexual. I do talk about. Um, I do talk about filling my holes quite a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but not just with dick. No. You know, sometimes with knowledge, with wholesomeness, with a whole. I mean, yes. wholesome. Yes. And then the gay agenda web series cannot wait. Uh, follow them on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah. So look up. Uh, do you know? I think it's easiest if you look up Brant and Trant. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real, true easiest way is just go to thegayagendashow.net mm-hmm. or thegayagendashow.com. Yeah. Uh, for the most updated you versions, have both, you have both uh, .com and .net. We do. .com redirects to .net, but nice. oh well, not my decision. Um, <laughs> what are computers? Who has those? No one. No one. Um, so we have, yeah, thegayagendashow.net, um, or you can check out our podcast, The Gayborhood with Sam and Anthony, mm-hmm. um, anywhere that podcasts are found, um, the Planet Podcast Network, woo woo, um, and you'll see, you'll see a lot from us this year. Very cool. You'll see a lot. Well, it is time for us to bring our next guest on the show. He's been sitting in bated breath, uh, with, uh, this whole time, uh, begging to chime in. Because uh, I don't think he typically goes this long without talking. Because um, he, he hosts his very own show uh, called The Glenn Houston Show. Uh, and he is a combat sports commentator and a political commentator and an experimental drug enthusiast. So please uh, welcome uh, Glenn Houston on the show. Clap, clap. Good evening, Michael. I don't clap for straight people. Oh. That's all right. I didn't expect a rousing applause. Yeah. Uh, so, Glenn, uh, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, you're now you're a pretty controversial figure. Uh, you're not loved by everyone, but you are loved by a cer- everyone of a certain demographic. That is, uh, say it with me, straight white men. Eighteen uh, to thirty-four. Well, uh, sometimes uh, to forty-four too. Yes. Center right and far right leaning. Very far right. Sometimes mm-hmm. too far right. But yeah. you know, I I deal with it. You know. Yeah. And the re and so uh, some background on you. You're uh, you're a former uh, MMA fighter, correct? Yes, I uh, I went to Pound Town too many times. My brain got rattled. Yeah, yeah. Pound Town is uh is the word for getting punched in the head by another person. Yeah, uh, the we in uh, combat sports uh-huh. we call the cage or the ring Pound Town. Yeah, yeah. I it's just called the octagon. Uh, well, you're not an MMA fighter, I mean, so That's you fair. get to call it the Octacon, we get to call it Pound Town. Are Got you it. saying MMA or anime? <laughs> MMA, but also, they, making, have, they did have an anime yes, series made about you. Yes, the, it was uh, Glenn Houston-san and uh, yeah. the show, and uh, it was much like my podcast, but with uh, anime characters. Yes. And it confused the hell out of me, but the kids loved it. Yeah. My, kids. my kids specifically, yes. I don't know about it, you know. Uh, now you, uh, you retired from, from combat sports after, uh, eight, eight grueling, uh, battles. Yeah, eight and, uh, lost them all, but, uh, yeah. you know, I could barely get my hands up before I yeah. was knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, you, you turned into a political uh, or a combat sports commentator. Of course. Yes. Um, and, uh, that's where you were most known as for a while. Yeah. Uh, I called, uh, I fought eight times, but I called 800. Fights, yes. and that's a, a glowing. And you lost all those too. <laughs> they, 
But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blanked out a little bit there. Well, it's both my greatest achievement and my... Greatest curse. It's a curse, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I moved on. Uh, the world of podcasts began to thrive, and uh, I started my own and uh, made some waves mm-hmm. when uh, when I called um, Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, a quaffed fish. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, I stand by those words, although she's not quaffed anymore. No. No. She's just a fish. She's just a fish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the fish... You know they have a they they have their own agenda. You yeah. know we were talking about the gay agenda. There's the liberal agenda, but we haven't heard of the fish agenda yet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese have been really working with the fish. <laughs> sonar, active sonar. Really. Yeah. Deep sea sonar is calling all sorts of Godzilla creatures out from the sea. Like what? And they're gonna crawl on our fucking shores one day. Oh God. Uh, what, what evidence do you have of that? Well, um, Hollywood's been making a lot of. They say it's big blockbuster movies. Pacific but, uh, Rim. Pacific, Pacific Rim, Rim is actually a documentary. No, it's they not. didn't want to. <laughs> Excuse me. I know Guillermo del Toro personally. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a documentary. Mm. Yeah. Uh, how could, didn't L.A. get like destroyed in that movie? <laughs> L.A. has been destroyed so many times that they rebuild it every time. Fair enough. You know, it's the alien technology that we have that the government's not showing. It's 5G evolution that's mm-hmm. part of that alien technology. Uh, so you've uh, been a political commentator yeah. uh, for how many years now? Like, Well, since, uh, I don't know, high school debate club, I guess. But uh, after that... <laughs> you yeah, mean your podcast. Yeah, and since my podcast, really, I've, I've taken uh, the political commentary to another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've really developed my own theories, and, and uh, they've been nurtured, uh, you know, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's been a hell of a ride. It looks like it looks like the gay agenda doesn't even want to listen to you. Anymore. We're offended, honestly. No. Uh, we've heard enough. We've heard enough. We can't take this type of stupidity, Michael. Oh, you promised us you would stop booking us on these bum gigs, man. This is why it's been since 2017 September that we haven't come on your show. I have never been so incensed. I'm so sorry. My anus is engorged. No. My juices are flowing I am, freely. All I'm seeing is red and hemorrhoids, and I can't stand it anymore. Honestly, I have never smelled a frozen food dinner before, but I imagine, Glenn, that is what you smell this like. This man yeah. smells like wow. a frozen dinner. That's, that's <laughs> He uh, does actually smell like a frozen yeah. Salisbury steak. So what I do for my own cologne, and it's uh, organic, I guess you can get on my uh, case for that, you know, is I grind up dog bones... And, oh uh, God! Dog bones. No, and, we don't and care. We don't care. Glenn, I've never heard of someone grinding up the bones of dogs. I don't know, want to know how you got them. Okay. How many fish do you know? I, I mean, just one. Okay. I own, I own, I own a beta named Rainbow Fish. Oh, of course, the beta. They're the masters. That's what beta, beta waves in your mind. Oh, he's got a point. Wow. You guys, you come here to assassinate me, haven't you? You've come here to spoon my eyes out. Honey, I wouldn't put anything inside of you. Well, listen, Michael and sir, our Uber is waiting outside for us, and it's... uh, Uber, another fish agenda. And it's it's a Lincoln Nautilus, and I'm not going to make that baby wait for us, okay? Do you know what, Michael? This has been... um, It was a pleasure, 
But then uh, it's like you got me all the way there and then you puked on my dick. As usual, and we forget every time, it's been a complete displeasure. We'll send you our invoice. Oh, Michael God. Dupree Variety Hour, good day. Oh, well, good, goodbye, you guys. This is what happens when you put I truth on the air, Michael. Call yeah. the manager. I'm tearing apart the studio on the way tearing out. Tearing apart. Oh, God. Because damage. Burn her That's. Burn her wow, they. I've never had. You, this is this is. It happens to me almost every time. <laughs> I have never I have had a guests storm out of the studio angrily before. It's some. It's normal for me. Yeah. Okay, Glenn. This that was ridiculous. I, I knew you were a controversial figure, but this this is a whole new level. As soon as you say the f word, oh fish. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. When did he I, say the know, f word? He said he had a beta fish, the Sam. Yeah. But I'm thinking Anthony had. Salmon in his jacket. That's why he took it off. He didn't want me to smell it. Uh, he's a vegetarian, I could... so I don't think he has dead fish in his, in his jacket. It's not dead fish. It's live fish giving him orders, Michael. No. They use they line jackets with uh with fish and they communicate hive mind, Michael. The fish do. How? How? I said wow. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I don't even want to hear more about well, this. So usually people say how, not wow, but uh, I guess I'll <laughs> I'll just say wow for now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, uh, you've you been the host of the Glenn Housen Show, and on the show, uh, another source of your controversy, controversy, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, another source of your controversy has been in the, uh, let's just say experimental uh, prescription, uh, not non-prescription drugs. Non-prescription, we're getting there. The, oh, <laughs> the experimental non-prescription drugs that you peddle on the show, yeah. uh, such as uh, Harper Leaf, Battery water. Uh, battery water. Uh, uh, actually, betta fish is one of the, beta. the names of them. Yeah, and they, that, that's why the fish But it's spelled like fish, P-H-I-S-H. Yes. Like the band, yes. Uh, would you mind describing what, what some of these drugs do? Um, battery water uh, pro- gives you uh, 220 volts to your spinal cord. Liquid volts. <laughs> Liquid volts. Yeah, and that the effect is like a is like both like a state of euphoria and an upper and steroids. Yeah. I, so I use it a lot when I work, do my workouts. And also uh, indescribable pain. Horrible nightmarish pain that I wouldn't beset upon my worst enemy, which is why I often give it to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that I have left. You wouldn't set it up on your worst enemies, but you would definitely give it to your friends. Oh, I'm done. I've given it to my friends. I've spiked the drinks. So, you know, I've. Uh, it's, you gotta have battery water, especially if you're in the gym. Yeah. Or in the hospital, or at a funeral, or or taking on the fish army. We're gonna need a lot of battery water. So. Wow. Uh, so you don't drink regular water? Uh, it has to be filtered twice. With an old jock strap to get rid of all my that. old jock strap, of course. <laughs> you gotta have it personal. You don't want to catch, you know, catch your own gingivitis. Get, get your or own anything. flavor. Yeah, gingivitis. <laughs> you get gingivitis from not flossing. You get gingivitis from using someone's old jock strap too. Trust me, oh. it, uh, it's it's in the the uh, gingivitin is uh, a base chemical in your pubic hairs. Oh, I yeah, didn't know it that. causes gingivitis. Gingivitin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you, um, yeah. So you don't drink regular water, nope. unfiltered tap water, uh, to avoid what the beta the, waves. Uh, the the fish poisons. Yeah, fish poisons. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, fish food is 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 toxic to, to to people. So that fish cloud up our water systems and line all the the 
pipes and carrying systems with with uh, fish food, which is poisonous to us. Wow, you can't drink it. I didn't know that. Yeah, you have to filter it out with uh, with an old jock strap. Are all fish bad? Um, the banned fish is good. Like, are all like the fish, the animals? Oh, the. Uh, the aquatic creatures. Michael, you're trying to get me in trouble. This is this is a, a, a honey bear trap, isn't it? I don't know what that means. A honey bear trap is when a bear in the woods, no less, sees honey, and it says, honey bear, come here. And he comes and he gets trapped, and then a fish come and f- defer him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think this is a honey bear trap. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get an idea of of your your stance because you're you're very against fish. I'm 100 against fish. Um, you're also against the liberal agenda. Uh, very much against the liberal agenda. They work that, together. Yeah, they're connected. Yes. And also the Chinese agenda. Uh, yes. Uh, so Chinese uh, money uh has been uh spreading all over the globe. And, uh, and especially the deep sea. And uh, that's why it's... We don't all... know what's down there. We don't, but the Chinese do. No. And uh, the deeper they go, the more the magnetic pole shift. And because, let's face it, no Chinaman should be that deep. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to cut that. <laughs> terrible. Terrible stuff. See, this is why you're controversial. You, you say really awful things. And... Uh, it's no good. Well, should we should we get psychoanalytic here, Michael? Yeah, let's I'm do at it. the end of my rope. Oh, it's all the battery waters just fried my nerve endings. You've been un- you've been uh, convulsing this whole time. Oh, my legs are literally causing a I don't know literally, but I feel like it's a three point six on the the Richter scale right now wow. because of the sheer power. Jesus Christ! Sorry, I, I'm jacked. But uh, <laughs> psychoanalytically speaking, why I'm such a racist dirtbag and that I love it so much is because the beta waves have corrupted my mind. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what you've been fighting to avoid. And it's, it's a sad, but a hero never, never gives up the fight, no matter how corrupted they become. Wow. Yeah. How do you, how do you fight that off? How do I fight it off? Mm-hmm. Experimental drugs. Yeah. You know, we're talking uh, Harper Leaf. We're talking battery acid. We're talking or battery water, but battery acid, although not a drug, is pretty cool too. Beta fish uh, and beta fish um, and uh, raw, unadulterated cocaine. Wow, that's not an experimental drug, though. Well, it is experimental because all cocaine has been, uh, is in its natural form after been after it's been coked, coked. Uh-huh. Uh powdered. Powdered. But raw unadulterated cocaine is the shit you get out by growing the coca leaf in space. And that's why it's experimental. In space, like yes. the the void of No, you mean you grow it in a ship that's enclosed oh, and okay. the sun the it since it's not in an atmosphere, it uh, or weak atmosphere, it it penetrates the plant and it just m- makes the cocaine like the plant becomes powder and that's that's raw, pure, unadulterated cocaine. Don't you think that the UV rays might uh, kind of negatively affect the cocaine? Oh. Like the unfiltered UV rays? Oh. UV, that's the other <laughs> ultimate curse, ultimate <laughs> agenda. 
It's from the aliens. They're, they're, they infected our planet, or our sun, with UV ray light. Not any other sun in the world has, uh, has UV ray light. UV rays? Yes. Is that real? That's very true. You go to any other planet, Beetlejuice, or Sun, rather. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. It's, he likes to be preferred uh, Beetlejuice. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Epsilon X, I think is one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you go to that one. It's uh, there's no UV there. Not like the aliens have a. You don't sound like you know what you're talking about. Well, again, I haven't had battery water in a long time. Mm-hmm. In about half an hour. So that's really, not a long time. It's a long time when you're hooked that's, on it. That's during the 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 uh, timeline of this recording. Well, it's um. It's a long time for me, Michael, especially when you work out as much as I do. <laughs> Are you working out right now? I Yeah, I'm doing toe curls. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. got to keep those toes strong. Yeah, I got to keep the toes strong to keep the fish at bay. Because when I'm swimming to do a stealth attack on their fish headquarters, the Bomney Atlantic, oh. in Atlant- formerly known as Atlantis, um, I have to have all the toe strength to take on any fish that are coming at me from while I'm dropping, my, making my descent. And uh, I need to be able to dig into the seabed. So is this hypothetical, or do you actually do... I have plans for firm plans, and I'm working with Richard Branson. But you haven't actually uh, gone and done any of these missions so far. No, it's going to be a one-shot, you know, suicide mission. And if I die, I die a hero, Michael. Because quite frankly, people are going to know with my blood being torn out of every single pore... As the, the fish increase the oceanic temperature or pressure and pop my head like a freaking melon. People are going to see that I was right the whole time. And I'm not just some lunatic who has the a platform and billionaires backing him. You know, just spouting anything he wants just for fun, just to get his rocks off. They're going to know. That I was a true hero when I took on the fish. The fish army all by myself. And then Washington, they'll have no choice but to break al- alliance with the fish and the Chinese. And then we're going to have World War Three. You look like you need a pat on the back, buddy. Oh, I need more than a pat on the back. I need, uh, I need a lobotomy for all the knowledge I know. Oh, God. That's what, I mean, that's, the, that's what my doctor says. Where did you learn all this stuff? Oh, YouTube. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for being on the show, Glenn. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> uh, thanks to Gay Agenda for being on the show, uh, Sam and Anthony. I don't think you'll hear from that ever again, honestly. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think they were pretty offended. Well, uh, I, I mean, think they're fish people, so. They were pretty know. offended by you, just the fact that I had you on the show. Yeah, my presence is pretty upsetting to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. and I can see why now. I deeply regret meeting you. Uh, As most do. Uh-huh. Uh, I almost stormed out of my own show. Well. Uh, but then I would leave you alone in my studio, and I cannot... Who knows? What you, I mean, when we wa- when you walked into it, this, you know, it was kind of messy. Yeah. And uh, uh, just imagine all the workouts that I could have... Uh, I could be hanging off anything in this... Your room. Yeah. There's not a lot to hang off of here, but I yeah. do believe that you could. I could make I could make some some men's and some. Yeah, it's gonna be. Just don't let me. Just don't leave me alone anywhere. Okay, please. I'll keep it. I'll keep that. In mind. <laughs> I'm lonely over here. So uh, make sure you guys go to thegayagendashow.net. 
Uh, find The Gay Agenda. Uh, follow their stuff. Find them on Facebook at The Gay Agenda Improv. Subscribe to them on YouTube. And uh, check out their new podcast, The Gayberhood, with Sam and Anthony on Planet Podcast Network. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, Glenn, where can people find more from you? Uh, you can find me on uh, all the uh, podcast uh, uh, providers. Uh, we got Spotify. Uh, but don't go on iTunes because that's part fish-owned. Really? Yeah. I prefer Podcast Addict because, A, it's a podcast, and, two, I'm horribly addicted to whatever drugs I've been taking. <laughs> so it just makes sense. What about uh, you're not a fan of Tim Cook? Tim Cook? The CEO of Apple. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, he was giving orders uh, from his fish friends, so I don't I don't prefer. No. no. You've, when you betray your, your species, your brothers, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Glenn. Of course. You've been, you've been, uh, you've been something, at least. And we will be back next week with Ali, Ali, uh, I can't say her name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Ali Gaetto. Uh, I guess we'll find out next week how you actually pronounce it. It looks Gaetto uh, in the corner of the notes. <laughs> Thanks for reading my notes. I read everything, Michael. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more fun. Bye! The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.